You're listening to Zdenek's English Podcast, a podcast for English learners at B1, B2 and C1 levels. Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of Zdenek's English Podcast. I know it's been a while, I know I'm not as active and as prolific as I used to be, but I'm sorry, I'm trying to make it up to you now with this episode and it's with Kara, Kara, welcome back to Zdenek's English Podcast. Hi, Zdenek, and thank you for having me back. That was very kind of you to invite me, especially after a bit of a break. So I appreciate that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, especially after the fiasco last time. No, actually, it wasn't. <laughs> <I thought. laughs> I mean, it went very well last time, I thought. Yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought so too. <laughs> uh, the last episode we recorded was, listeners, episode 412. And it was uh, about a year ago, I think, right? Probably. Mm -hmm. I so, trust you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you also trust me on my pronunciation of your name, Kara? Is that is that correct? Yeah, that's absolutely fine. I'm very okay, open. I can't pronounce your name, so I don't. It really doesn't matter how you pronounce my name. Have a go, have a go then. <laughs> Zdenik. Yeah, you can. What are you talking about? Is you that totally it? Can. I think before. Yeah. I wanted to add a vowel between the Z and the D, you know? Zedenek. Zedenek. <laughs> yeah. Zedenek. <laughs> like Zebedee um, from the Magic Roundabout yeah. for people who, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that trippy uh, kids show. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. No, my name, you can pronounce it kind of, you know. There's a lot of different pronunciations of it because so, people pronounce the R differently. They pronounce the A's differently. So I'm pretty open. It's quite easy. It's like a car and it's just, ah, Kara. Yeah. Right? It's a, it's, Two it's syllables. Yeah. Pretty, but, but there's a lot of variation in the way people say it. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so Kara, uh, I'm going to take on a little challenge here. I'll try to tell you what I remember about you. Yeah. <laughs> you, you tell me if I'm wrong, yeah. Okay. It's not going to be very long. Don't worry. So, um, well, your name is Kara. Leopold, Leopold. It's also on yeah. the screen if you're it's watching this on yeah. YouTube, yeah. <laughs> this is also <laughs> done on my YouTube channel, so you can actually see Kara, and she's got a, a label with her name, a stick, like a sticker, Kara Leopold. And uh, you are uh, an English teacher, just like me, uh, mm -hmm. originally from Scotland. However, yeah. you are living in France, uh, yes. somewhere near Switzerland, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, pretty good, yeah. And you are you specialize in teaching English through films and TV shows. Am I right? And also, yeah. you focus on listening skills mainly. Is this all yeah. correct so far? So yeah, far, so not good. pretty pretty much. I would just say I would say yeah, focusing really just on movies now and then. Um, not just listening, but other skills like speaking and also reading and writing. Like we kind of do a bit of everything, but always right. with films at the at the center. But yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. You remember so, so, a lot. Well, <laughs> I did my homework. Um, okay. So, so are TV shows out of favor now? Then, well, I let me let me explain it sort of this way. Like ever since I created a movie club where we like watch and discuss a movie every month. 
I kind of I haven't really known what to do with TV shows, right? Because there are clubs that exist where people watch TV shows. Um, there's notably Lauren from Polyglot, Polyglot Station, who has a language TV club. But in those kinds of clubs, you have to like watch an episode every week. It's pretty fast paced. And that can works for TV shows because, you know, the episodes are shorter in length and there's maybe less to kind of discover. You know, once you're following a series and you get into it and you know the characters, like it it like builds on itself and it gets easier every week in a way because mm-hmm. you, you know, you know what to expect. You yeah. know how the characters sound. They use the same catchphrases every week, like whatever. And all these things can, can make TV series easier. But I just, I that's a bit too fast paced for me. Okay. Um, I'm more of a slow person. So that's why I've created a club where we spend a whole month like talking about a movie and working on yeah. it and thinking about it. And, and that really gives people a chance to say by the end of the month, like, wow, I really understand this. And I had some really interesting discussions about it and I understand it on a deeper level. So mm-hmm. that's just kind of where I, yeah, I that's, am. That's, that's your approach, you know, that's yeah. perfectly, perfectly fine. Like um, personally, I think well, I have talked to you about this. Uh, mm. I'm, I'm, the, I'm a TV, TV series guy. Like if, mm. you, if you ask me, which one would you drop if you could only pick one? Yeah. Which which one would you keep and and which one would you drop? I would I would go for the TV shows. I just mm. I just like to ident- identify with the characters and whatnot. But obviously, we're talking about you as a teacher and using films for this purpose to help your students or clients. So of of course mm. of course that's a, that's a different thing. Yeah, um, and no, a few years ago, yeah, I was really into a lot of. TV series, you know, we went through a really like high point for for TV, you know, peak TV or whatever they were calling it. And there were some really yeah. good shows on TV. I feel like that's been slowing down a little bit in the last in the last few years. Although to be honest, with movies as well, we watch a lot of older movies. You know, we don't oh, watch do recent movies. Uh... Yeah, because well, what are the recent movies that come out? They're all like superhero films. You know, so I can't nothing, do much with too, that. Nothing, nothing, nothing too. <laughs> nothing fancy. to discuss. I mean, There's no dialogue. Too, or maybe it's too fancy. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I yeah, I don't really know because I don't really um I don't really watch those kinds of films. So yeah, yeah we tend no, to neither do I. Do. So I'm with you mm. on that. Yeah. But I, one of the questions I was going to ask you, I thought it was it was a pretty obvious one, but now I'm not so sure about it anymore. I I thought I would ask you about a a, a film, a recent film. Um, something that came out that because as i said i don't watch films so much but perhaps you know i could uh give it a go again um but now i don't know if you, you are you focusing on the recent sort of are you are you are you keeping in touch with um what's the words uh, the recent cinema cinematography what's the word is that correct with like Cine- recent film releases yeah, yeah, or yeah. yeah what's on in the cinema honestly not really um i suppose a, a bit in france but even then we don't really go to see that much like we want to go to the cinema soon um but it's because they're going to show oh what are those really famous japanese cartoons called um manga manga uh like films by anime, studio anime anime yeah they're going to show yeah. some films from studio Gib- ghibli ghibli um 
I'm not quite sure how you pronounce it. I know the French way to pronounce it, but... Um, but tell us <laughs> the Japanese, French name, at least. We do have some G French listeners. G so. They would call it Studio Ghibli. 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 And, um, yeah, and, yeah, so, I mean, though, but those are, um, those are films from, you know, a, a, a little while ago. They just happened to be doing a series on it, um, you know, at the, at the cinema. So we might go and see that. And then the most recent, recent film that we saw... It must have been during the summer. We saw the new Wes Anderson movie, Asteroid City. Sounds we, like, like a science fiction or? Um, yeah, kind of. Asteroid, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Just a wild more, guess. <laughs> more, more than, yeah, about, about more than that, I would say, yeah. But, um, yeah, with that kind of space theme. So, yeah, yeah, we usually go and see, like, the new Wes Anderson movie at the cinema maybe every once once every one or two years or something. So that's like, yeah. In terms of new releases, I'm not necessarily super up to date with what's coming out. Mm -hmm. That's all right. Yeah. That's that's okay. Um, mm. Okay. So I've got a plan for this episode, Cara. I think you you already know about it. Um, I asked your GPT to create some interesting questions for you. Yeah. Oh right. Well. Uh, about about sort of films and possibly teaching English and. But before we do that, uh, would you mind telling our listeners where they can find you? And I know you have got a special offer for them as well. So um, it's all yours. Okay. Um, well, they can go to leo-listening.com. Um, that's also what I am What I am on YouTube. <laughs> um, and where else can they find me? LinkedIn as well, where I'm Cara Leopold, my actual name. I use my real name. And... Uh, yeah, those are the those are the main places. And yeah, I created a new. Well, I don't know if it's it'll be very new by the time um, this is released. But I yeah, I created a new ebook which is free. It's called How to Really Learn English with Movies, and I've put so together... can, so, so the listeners can yeah. find this um, this free book on leo listeningcom Yeah, right. The, yeah, they will find it. Yeah, they'll find it there. It's on the homepage. Um, I can also give you a link where they can get it more Yeah, we directly. can put it in the show notes as well. Great. Cool. Okay. And uh, yeah, I've put together some, well, what I call proven strategies to, to get fluent with film because I see people sort of making the same mistakes, just thinking that they can switch on a movie and then that's it. They'll get taught yeah. something. Yeah. But it doesn't quite, doesn't quite work that way. So I've put together... Um, some of my favorite strategies that I've developed over the last few years that actually work so that you can, you know, develop your, your spoken English, your listening skills, your speaking skills with, with films. Um, I think this yeah. is lovely. I think a lot of people study English in this kind of way. Maybe they don't even call it study, but that's mm. what a lot of people, a lot of people do, but maybe, maybe they don't do it in the most effective way. So I think mm. that's where you, that's where you come in with, with your proven strategies. So why not give this a go listeners? Yeah, if you like films, but you're watching a lot of them and you still need the subtitles and you feel like you're not improving, um, then yeah, go go check it. Go check it out. It's based on my mistakes learning with films, but then also um, my successes helping English learners learn with films. So, you know, yeah. hopefully with all that experience, you know, it translates into something that people can can use and and learn from. So. I'm sure. I'm sure it does. You know, it follows your real life experience, 
and um, so you're a teacher, so you also know what you 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 are doing in that sense as well. So I think it's it's mm. a great co combination. We've already spoken about that, but now I'm very curious to find out more about you, Kara, and your mm. your answer. So what I did is that I um, I asked ChatGPT um, to create some questions for you. This is this is these are my exact words. Okay. Hi, I actually didn't say hi to ChatGPT. I thought that, that 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 would be redundant. Yeah, so I, I didn't say hi. I was kind of rude. I said, I went straight to the point. I said, I'm interviewing a guest for my podcast. She's a teacher who teaches English through films and TV shows. Can you make 20 fun questions I could ask her? Something playful, playful and lighthearted. Um, so that that was uh, these were the prompts. And then I picked out the most interesting ones out of those 20. So okay. uh, shall we, shall we try right. them? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Well, you made the machine work, like 20 questions. That's a lot. I suppose it's yeah. got infinite, infinite question generating capability and it never gets tired. So Yeah, but the thing is, like, if you ask for too many, it will get a bit repetitive, and the quality of questions, I think, goes goes down goes as well. Goes down, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it did it did its best. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it did its best. Okay. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a realistic assessment. I remember when people were talking about AI around this time last year, and yeah. it felt like some people thought they were talking to God or something. You know, they really. But if I'm if I'm honest, I'm using the free version, yeah. So like, I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure that, that the paid version is way better. And I Apparently, also heard it, yeah. I, I heard it from a lot of people, so I'm I'm sure it is true. They just they're just milking the cow, you know. It's a it's a great new thing, and they want to get rich through it, which we kind of through understand theft, through stealing uh, existing. Oh right, uh, yeah. Didn't yeah. think about that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody's really thinking about that, yeah. You know, Cara. <laughs> sorry, sorry. People who are affected are thinking about it, like translators and writers and anybody who creates words for a living because their words have now been taken and fed into the, the machine and they don't get any money. Do you know, Cara, that in my country, um, there's, there's some recent news that one university gave up on master theses uh, wow. because, because they have realized that they can't they can't face, they can't battle uh, ChatGPT and artificial intelligence in general. So they're just given up on it. And they, there's, there, there's no master's thesis. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say with ChatGPT, I could write a master's thesis in Czech now. I mean, if you just gave of me course, a Oh, no, you could. You could. You, to you totally could. And you just generate yeah. a bunch of Czech. I mean, obviously, the problem would then come if they needed to interview me about it and ask questions. Then I'd be yeah. stuck. And also, like, I've, I've tried, I've tried asking some questions, and it, it's not perfect. Like uh, uh, the grammar sometimes is a bit off. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not sure. Like, I think, I think, ChatGPT in English is is a bit further. But I anyway, Kara. Yeah, yep. the database is huge. You know, compared to yeah, to that's true. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, what okay. did it generate? Go on. Yeah. I'm curious yeah, 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 about yeah, these yeah. questions. Okay, um, so let's let's go. Um, hang on, just give me one question. Yeah, uh, give me one second. Not question. <laughs> I'm the one go who's going to give you questions or ask you questions. So, have you ever had a movie or TV show that completely surprised you in terms of its impact on your students' learning? So, I guess we're talking about a film here. 
<laughs> yeah okay that's 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 uh that's a that's a good question well done chat gpt and cynic <laughs> prompter chat gpt um, takes more credit than me i think <laughs> <laughs> oh well you, you, you i only copy pasted it and read it out loud here so <laughs> yeah okay well fair enough credit where credit is due yeah exactly. i would say um in terms of their learning that's interesting. I mean, I think the really important thing in movie club is that the movie generates discussion. For me, that's the number one, like, yep. criter criterion. Criteria. Criterion. Yep. Yeah. Um, because, you know, then that allows people to, you know, write about the movie in our discussion forum and talk about it. And um, yeah, a film that, that was that was good for that and that people uh, maybe weren't a bit kind of weren't sure about at first was robocop so oh, really yeah that's like actually before i watched it um i just thought it was a stupid 80s action movie and i wasn't i was like this is not the kind of thing that i would normally watch but it's actually a really profound film so it's about a a cyborg so this is very much in the chat gpt theme you know so mm -hmm. half human half robot yeah um police officer mm -hmm. and um who like starts getting his memory back so his memory was supposed to be wiped um yeah. so he sort of died in the line of duty and they recovered his like body and they turn him into this cyborg and they wiped his memory or at least they thought he wiped his memory but he starts um remembering things and uh mm -hmm. yeah the film is about a really corrupt city it's set in detroit and the um, there's a lot of criminality and a lot of corruption and yeah it's just very interesting in terms of its themes there's like some really strong anti-capitalist themes as there are in quite a lot of 80s movies which mm -hmm. is really interesting if you compare it to now where nobody really seems to talk about that <laughs> like it's not just and um yeah because the idea of a whole like privatized police force and everything is yeah maybe a bit would be a bit controversial over, and that's kind of what, yeah yeah mm. yeah yeah and uh yeah but this this film is is really uh, i remember coming across a comment on youtube somebody said you know this is the greatest film about what it truly means to be human and i think that is really true of any movie that's about um like robots or cyborgs or artificial intelligence in any way it's kind of a mirror for our humanity so yeah i would say for the students in the club it was really surprising and they really got into the movie and um, ended up really enjoying it. And, you know, because it's such a it's a movie that has been analyzed and discussed a lot. So on the Internet, there's a lot of like, you know, blog posts about it or video essays. And that's also something I look for, you know, movies that have kind of that that level of analysis are always yeah, really yeah, interesting yeah. to discuss because you can go much deeper because yeah, sometimes we don't understand movies because we understand them a bit superficially, but then when you actually look at like the deep on a deeper level, you realize, yeah. Oh, okay. In fact, this movie is about these themes that I didn't understand because I didn't quite understand, you know, maybe the symbolism or the metaphors or something. And then when you go a layer deeper, there's even more to discuss. So um, yeah, there's been a couple like that, but that, that, that's the one that springs to mind today, maybe because we're talking about artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. No, that's a, that's a great choice. Uh, I must have seen this film myself uh, mm. when I was 
very very little maybe in my teenage years uh okay. i do remember i do remember i do remember this yeah i i have it's very very violent is it yeah oh what does um, it say about me then I, I don't think i'm that violent but i think when i was a teenager i think i yeah i would seek out films like that <laughs> yeah maybe because it's a bit kind of cool and edgy because it's sort of the thing you know maybe not supposed to to watch um but mm. yeah, that's a it's a really it's a, a really good film still holds up today, and uh, the okay. themes are like more relevant than ever. I feel. Yeah, no, absolutely. Some some of these themes are just timeless, right? As well. Mm. But this this one now with the with the with the rise with the advent of the artificial intelligence, I think it's very, you know, <laughs> it's very on. Yeah. So very, um, very timely. Yeah. Very timely. That's a very good word. Yeah. So. Hi, my name is Sibyl and I'm from Switzerland. I like the Achievers Chamber because I learn a lot in a fun way. For more information about the Achievers Chamber, go to teachersthenec.com. Okay, now the next question is, what classic film or TV show do you think every English learner should watch and why? You can't. Oh. You can't mention. You can't mention Robocop anymore. I can't mention Robocop. Well, this one is easy because this is a, this is a film I could have asked. I could have answered with the the last question. With I would say um, Groundhog Day. Oh yeah, that okay. is really our movie club favorite, and it's another film that you could misunderstand if you read it kind of superficially because ultimately, like, it is a romantic comedy. Yeah. Um, there are those elements, but the main element is the time loop. So for people who don't know this film, like in other languages, I also really love discussing translations of movie titles. Um, in other languages, it's called something like, you know, a day without an end, or there's only the German version is really silly. It's called every day. The ground dog says hello or something <laughs> daft. Um, do you know the Czech title of Groundhog Day? Uh, I don't, but um, obviously this is this is a famous film, and also I think the the English phrase "it's like a Groundhog Day" comes from it, right? Yeah. Well, it's, which, yeah, which it's actually coming to it's coming yeah. to the language. So it's, yeah, you would use it for like a really repetitive situation. So you know, during yeah. the pandemic, a lot of people felt like they were trapped every day in, in Groundhog Day. Every yeah. day is exactly the same. So in fact. Groundhog Day is a thing in the US and I thought they just invented it for the film but it's an actual tradition so it happens on ah. February the 2nd in this town called Punxsutawney um, they have this tradition where if the groundhog comes out of his little hole in the ground so a groundhog is a kind of rodent like a sort of marmot type animal you know, yeah. animal mm -hmm. and if it comes out of its hole and depending on where its shadow falls there will either be six more weeks of winter or an early spring. I see. So it's a bit of a bit of a silly tradition. And in the movie, this guy called Phil Connors, who's a weatherman, he has to go to this town to cover this event. And he hates the town. He hates Groundhog Day. Hates the groundhog. Just doesn't want to be there. Yeah. And tries to you know leave as soon as possible. But he and his colleagues get stuck because there's a storm. So they have to spend the night there. And then he wakes up the next day and he, after a little, a little while, he realizes it's still February 2nd. <laughs> and uh, this keeps happening every day. 
and yeah. uh, he's not not very happy about it, obviously, because, well, you wouldn't be, would you? Because nobody else is in the time loop. It's just him. So for everyone else, it's a brand new day every day. And for him, it's the same. Yeah. So, yeah, we see his kind of struggle to, you know, at the beginning, he wants to just escape it or like manipulate the situation or whatever. And mm-hmm. eventually he actually changes as a person and he's able to cope better with being stuck in the same day every day because he changes his perspective and he changes kind of who he is and the attitudes towards the people in in the town so he starts off very selfish and arrogant thinking he's better than all these people and by the end he is uh he's transformed still like a journey of self-discovery he goes through this yeah. epiphany epiphany so uh yeah there's a, there's a nice phrase for you listeners it's like a groundhog day you could say um mm. which means it's like a situation or event that has happened before it's almost similar to the word deja vu kind of but yeah that I, that comes up that comes up in the film but yeah it's really this idea of like yeah you're stuck yeah. and it's just the same thing over and like a loop over yeah. and over and yeah. it's boring. I think I think the idea that it's boring as well is is in it. I think right, a little bit. Uh, well, yeah, definitely, because it's like, well, yeah. you know, and he knows exactly. He gets to the point where he knows like exactly what everyone is going to say, exactly yeah, yeah. what happens at this time, and then. I, I know, mean, I mean, in terms of the phrase, if you're looking at the phrase, I think if you say ah. it's a deja, it's a deja vu, I wouldn't think it's not about anything being boring. It just means that it has happened before and it's a bit weird but with, with the word it, with the phrase it's like a groundhog day i think it's there is more Just the idea repetitive. of boredom yeah. and te- tedious tediousness right yeah so i think that's why people yeah. use it to refer to the lockdown and the pandemic because exactly yeah. exactly okay nice one uh now how about an english teacher though do, do you think there is a film or yeah let's let's stick with films then that every teacher should see <laughs> oh that every teacher should see yeah or watch oh gosh maybe um, to, to, to be a better teacher i don't know to just to, have a different perspective whatever <laughs> um in that case a good one would be um maybe election with matthew broderick and uh, reese witherspoon which is actually a dark comedy about um a teacher who's a bit vengeful and who, uh-huh. who hates a student um, <laughs> because she had an affair with his colleague and his colleague oh got God. sacked. <laughs> oh yeah, man, it's it's dark. It's dark. That, I mean, obviously the colleague that's... shouldn't have been having an affair with a student, but still. Um, and yeah, this student is very um, is very keen and wants to be the school council president. And she's guaranteed to win because she's the only person who, you know, puts herself forward for yeah. the role. Yeah. So, and that annoys him because he's got this, you know, axe to grind. Um, and so he he finds somebody else. He puts someone else up to, you know, um, campaigning to be school council president so that, you know, he finds a really popular kid who's a bit stupid, who's easy to manipulate. And he's like, you know, you should go for it. You should, you should run against Tracy because, you know, yeah. um, people, people look up to you. They respect you. That you're the captain of the football team. You know, but it's just, it's just. I think I've seen this one as well. You think you've seen that movie? Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a dark one. It's kind of funny because like Matthew Broderick is famous for uh, the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off, 
where mm. he skips high school for a day and he kind of outsmarts everybody and um you know he's the really cool kid who everybody loves and the principal hates him and then in this movie he kind of um he becomes the you know the 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 teacher who's trying to you know outwit a student and yeah it's just really it's really funny but it's a, it's a dark one yeah <laughs> Uh, person, personally, my, 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 cho my choice would be the TV show called Mind Your Language. <laughs> oh, uh, that one. Is... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old one from the 70s. It's a bit racist looking at it from... Uh, a bit, from, but yeah. From, from, from the, <laughs> yeah, from, from uh, nowadays lenses or something. Uh, so, uh, but uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's about an English teacher, yeah, who has a group of foreign mm. students. And it's just so funny. Yeah, it's a, it's a comedy. It's like a sitcom. It's like watching our our lives. <laughs> yeah, a little little bit like I. Also, the teacher, the teacher's English is gradually getting worse, and he keeps making the same mistakes as the students. <laughs> right. So <laughs> yeah, it, that sounds one, that one sounds theme. about right. That, yeah, I love that. I I really love yeah. that. It's so that cool. does actually happen. It um, does happen. People, yeah, people should know that. Mm. Yep, absolutely. Yep. Um, there's another, actually, there's another series I like called Teachers from the 2000s that takes place in a British comprehensive school, but it's oh. kind of more about like the teachers and their kind of personal lives and their love lives and them going okay. to the pub every afternoon. Okay. And yeah, that's a good one. As <laughs> trying well. to survive. <laughs> yeah, just, try, yeah, just <laughs> trying to survive. <laughs> the hell of working Go in a school. Yeah. Going about um, their everyday, about their great everyday lives. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, how about this one? If you were to create an English language superhero inspired <laughs> by films or and TV shows, what would their name be, and what powers would they have? <laughs> so, English language superhero. <laughs> this is ChatGPT for you, listeners. It's very creative. It's <laughs> sometimes yeah. asking impossible, impossible impossible questions oh yeah. god this is because of all those stupid superhero movies yeah, well yeah. let me just give a a silly answer i don't know he probably be he you see i'm already gendering this superhero because it, <laughs> it could be a she absolutely could be a she yeah not superheroine but um yeah i suppose fluency man and he just <laughs> looks at you and then you start speaking fluently Right, so it's a good, it's a good person. Then it's a good person, <laughs> someone who, someone who will impact you in 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 this positive light. Uh, I think this would be the end of English teachers, though. It, this yeah. worse. This is this is worse than than artificial intelligence. It's a massive threat to our very existence, Kara. You sh you should not you should not shoot yourself. You should not shoot ourselves. I suppose I could say in the foot. <laughs> No, no, no. That is a, that is a that is a bad idea. Have you got one? Uh, a foot? No. no. Uh, <laughs> Are you exempt? Uh, I don't know. I think it's a, it's what you what you suggested is actually pretty pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would go with what you said. Uh, fluency, man. I I, I like the, the the ring to it as well. The the, the name. Yeah, it does actually sounds, sound quite good. Sounds, sounds I'll pitch it to good. Hollywood as a movie. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I'll skip this one. Okay, this is a bit geeky. If your teaching methods, if your teaching methods were a genre, 
Oh. Would they be a romantic comedy, action-packed <laughs> adventure, or a mysterious thriller? <laughs> <laughs> and we, we don't have to. We don't even have to speak about your teaching methods, but we can just go through some popular teaching methods in general, like th which were used throughout history as well. So, which one of them would be a dark? Com what was it? Dark comedy, a mysterious thriller, and an action-packed adventure. <laughs> um, I would say action-packed adventure for movie club. That's what I. Wanna... Oh, for the movie club. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, method, let's say. Yeah. Let's them. Yeah. I hope approach. it's. Yep. It's like I hope an it's approach. Like that for people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm Maybe, aiming for. Mm -hmm. For for me, like something like the grammar translation method. You know, the the one where it's all about learning grammar and. And you have to be correct. You have to get everything right. And and we are trans. You're translating from from your L one from your mother tongue into English. That one would be like a horror movie, <laughs> a, a horror, right? But you know, you say that, but some people actually like doing that, and some people have had good results with that. So, um, you know, one person's horror movie, so and some and a lot of people like horror movies. So. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, no, but I, I agree. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to do that now, especially to to learn a, a language. But sometimes a bit of that is okay. Sometimes it can actually help you to translate. Um, sometimes things go a bit quicker when you explain yeah. things that way. Um, I don't know for Czech though, because I don't know if there's much correspondence. Whereas, like between French and English, there's actually quite a few times you can save a lot of time by comparing the two. Mm. Um, well, as you know, I don't. I don't really teach Czech people that much. I, I'm. I'm. I teach international students. Mm. So I, now I'm currently based in Vietnam, actually. Uh, yeah. So, so it, here, here it's here it's more prevalent. I can I can feel it. The students sort of have been through that a lot. Right. So, right. So yeah. Okay. Well, I was thinking as well about like when you learned at school or whatever. You know, you might have done done that. Absolutely. Yeah. As you said, one man's meet another. Another man's poison, right? Is the phrase, <laughs> I believe. Uh, so it could be, yeah. Yeah. Um, what else is there? What else was there? Uh, mysterious thriller. <laughs> I don't what know. Maybe some be? some of those methods, like where it's all about like parroting what the teacher says. Callum method, I think it's called Callum method. Oh, uh, okay. I don't you know, know when, when you like you just have to repeat after teacher all the time. It's very sort of pronunciation drill based. You just oh, drill right. it a lot. I find I find that quite like boring. Like um, if you say mysterious thriller, that's like oh mysterious like, thriller sounds really exciting. Exciting, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, not sure if that's um no if that would if that would fit. I no, used to more... work in a school here where they taught through the silent way, which is yeah. a really interesting method that's not really taught that much anymore but the mm. students got really good results and they um yeah the teacher actually doesn't talk much and they have these like charts on the wall with words on them and colors to represent like pronunciation yeah and they use these little rods to like represent you know different words and structures that is a bit like a mysterious thriller because you kind of like you maybe don't know where it's going at first because nobody's, you know, doing a lot of explaining and talking. And then you're just gradually, like, you know, learning the yeah. 
the language and you know somebody's like pointing at stuff on a wall and you're you know that helps you fill in your gaps it's, it's, it was it was really interesting to observe I've never taught that way but I've observed lessons taught that way yeah I've seen I've seen this like when I was doing my delta I've seen this because they I saw this because they um played it they played a few videos of different mm. teaching methods to us there and I think they also mentioned the silent method yeah yeah so okay right let's move on to um i guess we could do one last question here uh, mm -hmm. i'm just looking for a really good one but i think i only have two left uh, okay <laughs> if you were to organize an oscar style award ceremony for your students based on their english language achievements what categories would you include i think this is quite good so yeah that is a really good question well done ai <laughs> Damn it! The robots are going to take over now. Um, yeah. So I would, I would have categories like most insightful comments, you know, like most insightful observation, because um, really um, my students have had some really insightful. So you know. So you moments. reward them for for their ideas, basically. Yeah, yeah, for their ideas, their you know, like their because what I'm interested in is you know what did they take from the movie? You know what did they notice? You know, and like I say, we also look to, you know, the sort of experts in film analysis or whatever to kind of deepen our understanding. But I'm also really interested in what um, my my club members took. And it's also interesting because, you know, they're from different cultures and everything. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I would reward insights and observations. And um, so you wouldn't. So what about like language abilities or anything like that? Or at least like progress. Let's talk about progress. Progress. Yeah, progress. Progr well, things like um, you know, things like you know, people have told me that thanks to the club they've stopped watching movies with subtitles. I think just because they were able to relax a bit and they know that like in the club we will look at specific scenes and do those in detail, so that you don't need to worry about like understanding the whole film perfectly. So I would yeah. say yeah, like awards for daring to remove subtitles or... it's, a big, it's a big moment in your in your study mm. life I, I remember it happened to me as well at some point so it's a it's yeah. a huge moment it's like when you read your first book in english or something like that right mm. so it's very so very important yeah that would, yeah. Yeah, that, would be, that would be one and i would say um also right awards for trying things like you know i make people listen to lines of dialogue and kind of write them out and that is a bit of an unusual task for some people they've never really done that before and some people get worried about it because they're like oh i have mistakes and gaps but i'm like but that's absolutely fine because if you could write the whole line out perfectly then it's too easy for you uh, hang so, on so, 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 so it's like a dictate you have yeah. to write it out ah yeah okay. yeah yeah and then afterwards yeah. i explain to them okay so here's what's going on here's why you didn't understand it and for a lot of people that's been really um dictation sort of yeah ear opening because they they're like, oh, and now I know why, you know, I didn't recognize that word, even though I know it. It's, and This is, yeah. I remember, like, again, during my studies, um, they mm. told us that dictation is one of the most interesting exercises, and it's very underused, including by myself, really. Yeah, because maybe, maybe we yeah. have, like, bad kind of associations with it. I think it. so, yeah. Um, yeah, because in France, they, still... do it, they do it in, like, French classes, as in, you know... Um, the teacher will read out like a passage from a book and the idea is that the students are writing out the French 
in order to get all the spelling right and the grammar because that can be tricky in written French. So like, it's not a very fun activity. Whereas here, you know, you're doing it with films, you're listening to lines of dialogue, you're learning maybe new words and expressions, or you're learning how words sound when people say them fast. So it's, it's a totally different experience, I think. I think the, the the thing that the ESL people, the experts, praise this activity for is the fact that, that it combines a lot of different skills. It has a lot of mm. things you have you have to do. So it's like very kind of challenging. So it's listening, right? It's I don't know. Is it really writing? I wouldn't call it writing, but it's it's, it's the physical writing, let's say at least. Mm. And then uh, it does sort of test your knowledge of grammar as well. There's the structures because you you can fill in the gaps if you maybe didn't hear yeah that's it, true right? yeah you can so it's all, you it's can all make kind of guesses. combined mm. yeah. yeah i mean you can't do too much of it but like a, a bit of it is Actually, better I, I, than yeah. you know the, the just listening to things and being like well i didn't understand half of that but i don't know I, why I, you know? yeah I, I i thought it wasn't about writing but now i'm thinking it's not about creative writing but it is about testing your spelling right so spelling, yeah as well how good you're mm. at spelling which is part of writing i guess but of, yeah. of course, here here you are not asked to come up with your own idea, so not that not that thing. But yeah, mm. dictation should do it. I should do it myself a little bit more often. <laughs> Try it. It's 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 easy, it's easy enough to set up, um, and uh, yeah, and my students yeah, yeah, just yeah. like like the fact that I pick the lines because they're like you pick lines that are hard. <laughs> you know, like you, you challenge us. Um, yeah. And that's important too. So yeah, awards you, as well for people doing challenging tasks yes. and getting results from them. But also, you know, it's confronting because you have to, it's very accuracy focused. You know, you're you're noticing your mistakes, but the mistakes can be really interesting. And I learn a lot from people's mistakes regarding what they don't understand. So it's really useful for me too. Absolutely. And what about dialogues? Do you also ask your students to read them out? Like as in, no. That no. would be for me. That that would be a nice activity as well. As in, this this is more pronunciation focused. Oh right, yeah. Well, I mean, what we what we usually do though with the dictations is then they pronounce them after. It's more of a listening exercise just to reinforce, like, okay, so now you know which sounds change and which ones disappear. So try pronouncing it that way. Yeah. You know, to really reinforce. Yeah, it would be cool to. Yeah, you could also take the script and read lines but yeah i really like stu getting students to record lines like sometimes their delivery is like better than the actors like they really put the emotion in it <laughs> so it's yeah they're they yeah. genuine they're they're authentic yes indeed so there'd be an All award right. for that as well best read <laughs> line if, of dialogue <laughs> if there was a reward i would also give one to cara because another fantastic episode with her thank you very much check her out leo-listening.com She's got some That's interesting me. stuff there for sure, uh, including uh, some strategies on how to tackle uh, watching movies. So mm. thank you very much, Cara, for being here today. It was a pleasure Thanks, to talk Nick. to you again. Yeah, and always a pleasure. Yeah, perhaps another time again. Yeah, we'll see. All right, take we'll care. See. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, visit my new website, teachersdenek.com, where you can find out about my speaking group for high-level English learners called the Achievers Chamber and download my free course, Unlocking Your English Potential, Eight Secrets to Fluency. 
That's teachersdenek.com.